Welcome to Breaking Dads. I'm James. And I'm Jeff. Today we're talking about crime and punishment. So, James, I'm a big fan of Russian literature. That That's not the crime and punishment. What? That's not the... We're not doing Russian novels today. But I got like 30 pages of notes. You should have... When I sent you the text, you started reading Russian novels. I yeah oh. yeah I read like seven novels in three all, nights. All of Dostoevsky in, in a week in, in the original Russian. <laughs> Is this not? You learned Cyrillic just to, yeah I for feel, this podcast. I That's feel, commitment. I feel like you're telling me I wasted my time. Yeah, and during that, were you so frustrated by the process that you hit your kids a lot? Uh, no, I didn't. I I wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. Like I wanted to go full Homer Simpson on them many a time. Yeah. Um, you know, but I don't think that they would just go ack, ack, no. and be okay with it. So do you exercise the uh, other than the that human trait of anger? You exercise the other one called restraint. I try to have slightly more restraint than I have anger. I try. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's so far so good. So that's a win, I guess. Yeah. 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 How about you? Do you beat your kids often? I do not. Okay. Interesting. No, no, Interesting. Uh, less seldom. Yes. That, that is never. Yeah. Yeah. No. Ne- we. I, I, I guess it comes down to with couples. Like, do you have that conversation before you have kids? And uh, we did. Yeah, and we, we did. Both as well, yeah. very much affirmed. We were both very opposed to hitting our kids. Yeah. And probably partly from when the time period that we grew up was a time period where that was totally acceptable. Mm-hmm. And it was used freely as, yes. a, as a means of both dealing with the crime and just, you know, I'm, I'm annoyed with you. I know. I don't know. There was way too much Exerting hitting. Exerting we their superiority kids. as human beings. Yeah, yeah. Just not to say my parents were bad. Actually, my dad only ever hit. He hit me once. Right. <clears throat> and I think it's because I nearly blinded him. Yeah. The dads are the big guns. They come out. Yeah. Yeah. No, he yeah. came out one time and I was probably 15. Right. He, and like he just gave me a whap. And that yeah. was it. But he didn't believe in hitting. Right. My, he's like, you know what? I think your mom did enough for both of us. <laughs> uh, the, yeah. uh, the wooden spoon broken over my rear end kind of stuff where you're just like, yeah, okay, that's. that's uh... Uh, so I, I thought no. And yeah. I think my wife is in the same position. So we, we thought we're not going to hit our kids. See, now my, my wife and I are, are, you know, since I'm so much younger than you. Yeah. Just d- ridiculous. Decades. Yeah. Um, my, my parents, of course, were in the Dr. Spock generation, uh-huh. right? So it was all touchy feely, you know, talk to your kids. Um, they did try and my, my wife and I, again, exact same experiences. They did try to spank me. <laughs> um, and they, they would, but you were bigger than them. Well, <laughs> no, the problem is they would spank you. And then after they're done, you turn and go like, I hope that was good for you. <laughs> Because it didn't do anything for me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you, you may have thought you've done something here, but you were completely ineffectual, and now we're ju- we're both just angry. Are we so, done? Can I pick up the spray can again and just yeah. continue? Like, <laughs> so I think that's where my wife and I come from. Just it was super ineffectual and yeah. useless, and just led to bad feelings on both sides. Huh. So that's what's kept us away from hitting so the kids. We have Though, the again, same. Some days. Oh, Oh. Just, well, it's, you you don't know what to do with all your anger, and that's more what it comes down to is how the parent is channeling their their rage yeah. and frustration. And yeah. it's like, yeah, the the kid with the underdeveloped brain that can't make rational choices has done something yes. insane once again from an adult's perspective. I'm frustrated by that, but is beating the tar out of them going to do anything? No, no, no. What does that phrase "beating the tar out of somebody" mean? 
Why would you? I'm sure it's racist in origin. I, you know what? I, <laughs> I apologize now for not knowing what that means. Because as I said it, I was like, that just sounds like it might be a very American racist term. Yeah, it's entirely possible. But I assume it's because children work on the railway and they work with the creosote ties. And no, <laughs> I have no idea. Did they work on the railway all the live long day? All the day? I can't. I know because they're lazy. <laughs> <laughs> children are just lazy. Modern children. They are. don't make good workers. No, anymore. no. no. Well, you know, not back in the 1800s. 20 hour Back factory, when things were good. Know, little tiny fingers little polishing paper. the inside of munitions, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Kids got it so easy now. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, I'm glad that we don't hit kids anymore. Yeah. And there are people that do. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, and, and I think that. Um, and, they're, and they're wrong. <laughs> I'm just going to come on and say it. No, I'm not going to support hitting kids, period. I don't see I don't think what it's, it does. Uh, it makes some very good stand-up comedians. It does, yes. Yeah, so you've got that going for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You know? Getting things thrown at you. Yeah, yeah, so. But it does, I don't think it is effective. I, I can't imagine. I've never talked I'll, to anybody you know who has said, my parents beating the crap out of me was really useful. No, that's, no. Uh, my my my. I know people. Really? I don't want to say the names. Yeah. Yes. And the wife is from Colombia. Uh huh. And the, the, the boy is from Canada. Okay. And they're married. And they are having they're having a real debate in their family wow. about whether they should hit the kids because she feels that being hit from time to time put her on the straight and narrow path. It's weird that she yeah. believes that. Yeah. But I, it's, that sounds like a very Catholic idea. Is she Catholic? Uh, I don't I want to ju- say no, don't I want to judge a religion say, here, but yeah, I mean, whole, I, she any, is, but she's not like any religion that involves flagellation seems to me that it's really about the crime of punishment. Yeah, no, I think it's just, you know, she's she's experienced a certain life and then you look back and you attribute what you experienced. That's the thing about right. whether you hit your kids, or you don't hear kids. The kids are going to grow up thinking it's normal. Yeah. No matter what. You know, those kids that are kidnapped and live in a basement for 20 years right. think, oh, this is just the way life is. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Doesn't everybody have Stockholm Syndrome? Yeah, nobody, nobody else is allowed outside because, yeah. you know, I don't go outside, so I don't <laughs> see anyone. So Right. Yeah, so that's, uh, that, it's weird how that, that happens. And then because it's normalized, they just are yeah. like, well, that has to be part of life, so yeah. I have to hit the kids because that's what I you do. But I can prove that hitting kids doesn't do anything. Hmm. Bill Cosby. Right. He was beat. He has many a story about being beaten. Yeah, it just leads to you being creepy yeah. and awful. So, you know. And accused of many things. Yes. <laughs> As he and is. writing parenting books. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. That would be terrifying to go back and look at those. But I'm sure they're just generic. and That's true. And, you know, I mean. There's no, there's no chapter on roofies? Uh, probably not. Okay. Yeah. Good. Sleep aids for children. Yeah. Jesus. Half a tablet instead of the usual one that I use. <laughs> Um, Good times. How topical. Yes. <laughs> Five years from now, people. Who? What? <laughs> Good times. Yeah. So that idea of if you, yeah. Well, you know, when we went to, we talked about doing this topic, and we, yeah. I, we hit the internet. I I was surprised because in my head I was like, well, we haven't legally been able to beat kids. Here, like you know, in Canada, here for forever. Yeah. I was like, I I thought that if I saw somebody hitting their kid at the mall, I had a legal and moral obligation to step in. Yeah, like I seriously yeah, thought see that. something, say something. I yeah. seriously believed that. I yeah. thought if I saw somebody beating the crap of the kid in a parking lot, I I legally have to go over and say something. Okay, now now beating I don't. the crap again is I think there's there's well, there, but yeah, smacking their butt. There's a very and that's the problem is that it's an ill-defined thing. Yes, that comes goes back to the 1800s in this country. Yeah. 
and it hasn't changed. That's what blew my mind. Is that whatever 2004 they tried to repeal the yeah they went to the Supreme Court the ass macking law yes I think as it's called yes and it was a narrow uh, uh, affirmation of the law right like I think so yeah that's how I understood it yeah I was like so that we still have it legally you can still discipline your kids with an uh, it's an open hand. It yeah. has to be, and it's uh, there's some regulations around it, but it's still very, it's very vague. Reasonable force. What does that mean? Yeah, exactly. Like I'm a, a 200 pound guy that's been pumping weights versus you know uh, you're not an anorexic soccer mom. Yeah. Or the other way around, whichever way you want to view that, and it's like that's a totally different scenario. Yeah. Yeah. The, no, the, I I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I anyway, I was surprised. I I seriously thought it was illegal in this country to hit your kids. Yeah, although it does, it very clearly in the law, as it's written now, mm. does state that it has to be for punitive reasons, not not out of anger. Right. Right. Well, again, so, ju- justify that anyway. It's post-rationalized. A parent that's called yeah. to task will just say, well, they blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. You're, ugh. Yeah. You, are you going to believe the three-year-old? And they have to be over the age of two. Yeah, it's over the thing. age of two, yeah. Because, uh, you know, hitting a two-year-old. And you can't do it to teenagers. That well, was That was also definitely. written in the law. Right. Yeah. What is the cap? Thirteen or fifteen? Yeah, it just says teenagers. So I thought there actually was a ceiling. No, it it, it really? says they can't be. Yeah. What the heck is that? So after twelve? I guess so. So you have you have between three and twelve to beat your kids, and then uh, you know absurd. And anyway. then you pay for the therapy. So and then it was uh, w- the next thought was well, is it still in the school systems? And then we realized it isn't, except in two provinces. I think it was in Manitoba and Alberta. Alberta yeah. Hadn't. Formally, although where we live, it got rid of it ages ago. And then we thought, okay, now let's look at the states. And realizing that like 38% of the states or something like that still have corporal punishment in schools and then using like a a weapon. Yeah. (laughs) That blew my mind. I thought, we're in 2015. I hadn't looked at this stuff in a a long time. Yep. I thought maybe in the past couple of decades, (laughs) things have changed. I was poorly surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll just cut it here. Hey, hey lady. Hey. We're working. So what's going on? Um, okay, just a second. Yeah, I don't, I think it stems from, you know, I mean, if you look at it from a uh, anthrop- anthropological point of view. Yeah. Wow, that was an easy sentence to say. Always. Yeah, if you look at it from an anthropological point of view, um, it's, you know, it's it's the tradition of the people of that area. Right. right? It's, it's the way they've always lived their life. And yeah. so, you know, it's hard to, I guess, come in from on high and say, no, you stop that now. Right. Yeah. Which I guess is why these things have to happen at a federal level. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, but as that's... opposed to leaving it to local, like in, like our thing was a federal law, I think, wasn't it that they were trying to change? It was a federal law. Yeah. Yeah. Which is it seems the only effective way to actually change any kind yeah. of when you leave and throw example here of like leaving stuff to local legislators means as patchwork of wonky things. And uh, hey, we're a dry state. What? <laughs> yeah, but that's that's you know if or a county. I it's the say. history of the two countries, right? Like Canada, yeah. there was a, a big battle between you know the provinces and the federal Would, uh, government a long, 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 long time ago and, that and, the federal government won. There still is. <laughs> yes, but but at the end of the but day, a we're, we're a federalized country, and right, the, yes. most of our laws come our, from 
the federal level, right? And they get worked down lower. Yeah. Um, whereas in the states, there was that same battle, yeah. and the states won. Yeah. Yeah. Was and that a so concession or something, or uh, right. it was just a sort of you know a debated fundamental practice of how they were going to do things. But I think because it was a much larger union, with uh, because because Canada when they, we had the battle, there was really just. Upper Canada, Lower Canada. Right, that's true. Right, yeah. so it was a lot easier to go, no, no, federal government wins. Yeah. Right, whereas in the States, there was more of them, and they were more diverse. Geographically. In, exact, geographically and, and philosophy. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you had, yeah, different laws all over the place. And yeah. so it was too much to, to give all the power to the federal government, and so that's how you have... Because I often think of the U.S. as being several countries in one. In, yeah, I, mean, I, I don't. I don't know if people in the country almost. Well, always, Fox News does. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> it's definitely two countries. But there, and if you look at the presidential, any presidential yep. race, it, they treat it as though it is like they're talking about complete like Europe. Yeah, that's what it's like. We're talking about like down there in Germany and over there in France, and it really seems that separate in many ways. The yeah, way I would thinking, say so. I would say it's uh, it's closer to the EU than it is to Canada. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's just, it comes down to numbers. There's just, you know, there's more people living in California than there is in all of Canada. So you have those those liberal states like California yeah. that have abolished it. But then, yeah, there's a interestingly red sector of cluster of states, whatever, 19 states but that have even, even among the liberal states, you know, you'll get a, a state like Oregon where um, I'm sure they've abolished this particular issue. But for the most part, they're more um, uh, libertarian right. than they are. Uh, liberal right yeah so which is uh the the, the left wing of the right wing libertarian uh, yeah it's, it's it's a very it's weird weird it's a weird place to be yeah yeah, yeah. so so yeah it's a, it's a it's it's a fun country yeah it's a big country well, all countries are weird that's the, yeah, the one I mean, thing yeah. too i think a lot of countries think that their way of doing things is the only normal way of doing things but objectively all countries are a little especially issues like this yeah the only ones that can really look down the nose is at every other country the are the scandinavian, scandinavian ones yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we're going to do these things and we're going to pay for it. That's yeah. the problem. Most other countries are like, let's do these, like Canada, you know, we've got our universal health care mm -hmm. and then no money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and not, no desire to raise money for historically it. Historically, like really homogenous countries, though, where they, yes. I, and small, like you're related to everybody. Yeah. So the idea of the national, the uh, what are, what's the term? Um, the greater good. Yes. You, you literally are talking about your own relatives. Yeah. Because the whatever, you know, those people over on the other side are distant relatives and just, in some way. You know, population, you know, a good sized population over a small area, mm. it's a lot easier to govern yeah. than, you know, Canada. We've got three real cities. Oh. Well, <laughs> and, and the idea of roads over there are not my concern because of, yeah. I, I'm never going to travel on them. Whereas in a smaller yes. country, you're going to be like, no, we will all use these things. Yeah, we're going to go up to Sven's house. Yeah, so the greater good is really... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot easier. It's your good it's as well. It's a lot easier, yeah. Whereas, yeah, some guy in Alabama doesn't really care what somebody in California... No. Yeah, so it's, you know, I get that. There's a Yeah, it's interesting in those examples when we use Scandinavia as a model, and it's, it's a very different... No, it's not, a difficult model to use as an example. I mean, it's a good way of saying, hey, there's progressive things... And when people I think want eventually to you could evidentiary. look at it, right? You could say, let's let's enact these changes on a, a, a slightly local level. But even even that in Canada gets weird because you've got, you know, most of the population clustered yeah. down down to the border, and right. then you've got you know 
Oh, a guy in Smithers, BC, doesn't care what's happening in North Van. Oh yeah, yeah. So even then, it becomes having lived north of the mid province, it gets yes. yeah, it's very different. It's very different, and micro populations. Yeah, like five hundred of frontiersy it identifying is people. Very frontiersy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, where people still build their own houses. Oh yeah, yeah, by hand themselves. Yeah, yeah, living hours away from any medical services. And yeah, very. Yeah, yeah, it's a different way of being. And I bet, I bet, <laughs> they probably still spank their kids. <laughs> yeah, again, hit and miss though. Yeah, by well, and large, if Canada's you're missing, a... you're really not good at it. Yes. Oh, I see what you did. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Canada is a very, generally speaking, a very liberal country. But yeah, there is you hit yeah. you hit pockets of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a. <laughs> I don't know. It's I'm again. I'm always surprised when we talk about these issues, and I'm forced to do a quick check of my own value system and my own ideas right. against what is the prevailing notion. And I'm I sometimes go, oh right, I'm ultra liberal. Yeah. On so many things, and I I forget that I think yeah. because I you know. Well, first off, you live in, in a very, the west coast of Canada. Yes. I mean, it's one of the most liberal places. So you on can Earth. you can every day you meet someone and go, "Well, I'm not that liberal." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, and that's hard. Yeah. Yeah, you know. So that's uh, yeah. <laughs> it's true. So I think that I it's just it's this like I look through these rose-colored glasses right. at the universe and <laughs> oh right, people actually do horrible stuff in other places, and they do horrible stuff in your backyard as well. You they just do. don't. They just they're they're smart enough to hide it yeah <laughs> well they smoke it before anybody else arrives right. That's, um yeah so yeah so okay so obviously you don't beat your children no and yes uh, as yes. likewise but, but your children do uh bad things from time to time they not do. like evil things i hope you know? not yeah again or if they're smart enough to hide they're it. practicing their yeah your, your daughter hasn't <laughs> your four-year-old daughter hasn't shown the uh the collection of dead animals she has right no i think they've kept the satanism that's at a good. very low level that's good i don't let them play D D. what kind of monster am i <laughs> exactly <laughs> but uh but obviously you, you know they they step over wherever you've put the line from time oh, to time all the time yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a, i think the big thing is that they do it all the time but just me yelling or being frustrated doesn't I, there's I don't remember, again, any of these studies, but there are studies that like about the brain development and their ability to cognitively take in, um, you know, like, like the concept that a kid can't take more than one direction at a time. Right. Or a kid can't, you know, the way they they internalize um, information mm-hmm. is radically different from how we do it. So our, our expectation, I think, often on kids or why we get frustrated, it's just this idea of like, you're not doing it the way I told you. Yes. And I'm going to talk to you like you're an, another adult. And if I'm dealing with another adult and they didn't do this, I would want to hit them. Therefore, right. I will hit you. And it's not like I'm dealing with a, a smart dog right? Or, or something that, you know, like we're, you're talking about something radically different. Not to say children are, you know, a smart dog, but. I, I got from your tone, it sounded like dogs are smarter than small children. They could be. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. A fully developed seem. dog yeah. would have more cognitive ability. Well, all right. Border Collie, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's that, that I think we, we have a perspective issue in trying to remember that children are, you know, little beings that don't have the same, um, they don't have the same impetus to follow direction. Right. Well, why would they? Yeah. That's not fun. But then don't you have to teach them to follow directions? Well, you see, that's the whole that's, thing. You, you, you teach them by showing them. Yes. And I think that's the the thing is to have yelling at your kids. You 
you take them by the hand and you say, let's brush your teeth. Mm -hmm. Let's do that together. Me just, you know, tearing my voice hoarse over getting them to get dressed in the morning. I just need to take a breath. Yeah. Put down my coffee and go help them do it. Yeah. And then you're showing them the task. And it's frustrating, but it, it over time works. It depends on your children. Mm -hmm. Because um, I, once when I was a, a child myself, I babysat for these children. Oh. And I'm pretty sure that um, their real father was Satan. I was going to say, I, yeah. I, I, I think I babysat the same kids. Because there was no taking them by the hand anywhere. Mm. It was like... You know how every once in a while you see that kid in the grocery store having that full-on meltdown? Mm -hmm. And you think, oh, man, that poor parent. Um, these kids, that was like DEFCON 1 for them. That was like their minimum <laughs> response level. They woke yeah. up and did that. Yeah. Like one kid in the night ended up on the roof of the house. <laughs> what? Yes. yes. Like these are children you were babysitting. One babysitting, of them ended yeah, up on the roof of the house. <laughs> Just open up their window in their bedroom and climbed out on the roof. You know, I don't want to judge you as a babysitter, but I, I'm going to have to. When the here. parents came home, uh, and when the parents came home, and I was telling them what happened, um, they're like, "Were the kids good?" But they said it in a way that they knew there was no way their kids were good. Uh, they, you know, I should have known when I showed up. They were so excited, and they but, looked uh, so exhausted. Yeah. But I told them, and they're like, "Oh yeah, he does that." Oh, and I'm like, "What? What? What universe is that normal?" Yeah, and then they gave me like a hundred bucks, and I'm like, "All right, this was horrible, but that worth was, it." That was shut up money. That yeah. was please don't go to yeah. the police. Um, but what I what, <laughs> what I missed was when the guy mumbled something about not having change. I was like, I was thinking, oh, he's gonna give me more money. That's awesome. <laughs> so when I babysat them for the next time, um, he gave me twenty bucks and said, "Well, I gave you the more last time," and then I said, "Don't ever call me again. <laughs> this was not worth." really yeah oh it was horror it was horrible yeah. so yes there are certain kids where where i don't know i don't know if they're i don't know what you could do i think they're just broken children to begin with right and hitting those kids wouldn't have necessarily resolved anything but i might have felt better yeah that's the thing right and i think that's the biggest it's more I don't, about I don't, the parent than i don't know the kid. If, if their behavior would change either way yeah but I could see a parent doing that because you might feel better. I, I think it's, again, it, it's that same policy of retributive justice. Like the idea right. of we're going to put you in prison for a disproportionate period of time for something that is not even necessarily, you know, like, again, that idea of people have a mental illness and commit yeah. a crime. And yet we incarcerate them in the same way that we would that somebody uh, who is doing it because, oh, I don't know, they're starving and the social welfare system has collapsed. Right versus somebody who is a sociopath yep, and has some, you know, or does it for money or yeah. Or yeah. is just, yeah. So yeah. like we view all of these things through the same filter and it's, we can't, right. but I think that's our, our impulse is exactly. We just want like to some punitive measure to dole out because we're angry. Yes. We're, we're victimized by that. Their, their terrible behavior. Therefore they all must be, you know, painted with the same brush. But it's easier to think of criminals that way. I feel like yes. we get up, but let's get back to children because I that. Well, I'm is... talking about kids. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think um, yeah, outside. So, but, but my kids I, are 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 generally good. Like I tend to get compliments on, "Oh, your kids are so good." When we go out in public mm. or we travel, like people are just impressed that kids can behave. Right. Um, and I don't have to yell and scream. But because I haven't done a lot of yelling and screaming. Now that being said, I believe in yelling. 
I'm, I'm I'm a, I, I do I, more yelling than I should. I and I I it's to me it's like it's like the nuclear option. Yeah. Like if things have just gotten to a point where everyone's tired and cranky it, and can't function, the it's the reset exactly. Yeah. And I just have to yell, "Hey!" really loud. Yeah. And they just instantly freeze and stop. And I think they think I'm going to come down and just pummel them with my fists. And, and when and we say I'm yelling, open. we're not saying like you know four letter words. No. It's just raising our voices. <laughs> yes. Exactly. And it, it, it just it hits the reset on them. And uh, and I do think that they think I'm going to like I think a little fear is good. Like right. I was always a little afraid of my dad. Be the father monster. Yes. And my dad, my dad never spanked me. My dad, like my mom was the one who did the spanking mm-hmm. when there was spanking. The ineffective. Your dad's a, he's an imposing figure, though. He's a big guy. Yeah, he's six two. Yeah, he's, he's a big guy. Yeah, I think that's it. It's just it's it's just that uh, that physical presence. So what does that that five six dad do? He's just going to have to hit his kids. Well, you're fine until your kid's like 10. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah. So, but, but, and my wife, you know, like sometimes they cry when I, when I just yell, Hey, yeah. you know, they get really upset. Um, but I'm okay with that. Like, I think you need to have something in right. the arsenal yeah. that, that is supersedes the, Hey, come on guys. Hmm. Part of it are like, all right, let's, or you try to gamify it. Like, ah. Oh, I know you don't want to put your shoes on and go to school, but we got to. So we'll race yeah. and see who gets their shoes on first. Well, I think you hit it on the head. I think ultimately, it comes down to it makes us feel better than it yes. is about actually um, teaching or fixing the problem. Like there's so many studies, I think, showing now about how to. I mean, that's why you don't see teachers at schools by and large, except the, those few little pockets. By and large, uh, teachers don't hit kids and they also don't yell at them. And they are expected to still do their job, which is teach our children for six hours a day and make them functional members of society. And they magically can sometimes do it (laughs) without without yelling. But that's because there is a tool set that you can use to to accomplish that task. And I feel like parents aren't necessarily given that tool. set. No, no. And that's maybe where the big problem is in this Mm -hmm. is that we uh, people who are proponents of uh, of corporal punishment or of just hitting kids. They don't know that there is a tool set. Yeah. Because no one has ever told them, hey, no. here's ways you deal with conflict. And it yeah. works for your employees. It works for your coworkers. It works for your children. Yeah. I, I feel like we're lucky being married to teachers in that we bef- understand. Before we had kids, hmm. they had a tool set. Right. You yes. know, and so. Yeah, like uh, like my wife was a big fan of, of a program called One, Two, Three Magic. Hmm. And oh, my God, now. You start counting, and the kids do what they're supposed to do. Exactly, it's insane. I and the other thing, use that, a variant of that, and I, yeah. I couldn't believe it works. No, I and know it still works. It's exactly, and it's crazy. You it's, may, give the idea for people who aren't familiar with that. Just yeah, yeah. Look, one, two, three, magic. It's a, it's a beautiful program. You can start anytime, and it works. So how does it, how do you do it? Ah, uh, well, it's pretty simple. Okay. The idea is, uh, if they're doing a behavior that you want them to stop. Uh huh. You just start counting, right? Right now, uh, when you first Backwards start the program, or forwards, uh, uh, forwards. Okay. So when you first start the program, you'll have to you f- you clearly define the consequences. You know, mm-hmm. okay, if you continue to cry and not put your shoes on because we have to go out, then you'll be in timeout or whatever the consequence is. Um, you know, usually it involves loss of privileges or something like that. It depends mm-hmm. on the age of the kid. You know, a, a small kid, a timeout for uh, one minute per age mm-hmm. year of age is what they recommend. And it works. Yeah. Um, so you clearly you clearly state your expectations and what the consequence will be, right? And you have to be calm when you do this. It can't be from a place of anger. Right. Yes. So you need to step back and take a yes. breath. Yes. And then if they continue to do what you don't want them to do, you count them. You say you're on one. Hmm. You're on two. 
you're on three. And then at three, you execute the consequences. And again, you want to be as emotionless as possible and, uh, and calm and just take them to the room. It's not about lecturing them. You don't take them in and say, right. you're in here because you did that and you can't be angry. That, because, and that's where all the yeah, all that stuff comes yeah. from the anger. Because if you get angry, the kid wins. Right. And they they know that. Yeah. So they feel vindicated, or and they feel like you're just doing it because you're winding angry. you up. Kind of is a game for kids. Often, yeah. And it, it it's, it's testing not, boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that they're actually trying to just be little, you know, mm-hmm. jerks. They they really don't. It's just what else are they gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's, yeah. You think it's, but, it's, but the it's beauty testing of that, boundaries. The beauty of that program is once you've established it in the house. You don't mm-hmm. have to state that you want them to stop behavior right. and the consequences. You just have to go, you're on one, and they go, oh, crap. We do a three, two, one yeah. with the little one, and there's no consequence stated. We just, yeah. I just simply ask you for just, something to get done, and then I go, three? Yeah. And she, she, we've actually never had to get to the point of identifying the consequence. Right. She just likes that three stages and yes. it puts this kind of it's almost becomes a game then yeah gamifying is definitely the other thing to do with children you know a lot of kids a lot of people bribe their kids mm-hmm. we did we did a podcast yeah we did one on yeah. that yeah because yeah. we're both proponents of bribing exactly. bribing is huge and again it doesn't matter long-term bribes yeah or even even for things like like when we get ready in the morning i always race my uh my five-year-old i couldn't remember how old he was for a second again <laughs> I always race my five-year-old to put her shoes on, and he's still excited. He's never lost. He's mm-hmm. beaten me every morning. It's amazing. Well, he's I, phenomenal. I get distracted. He's a prodigy. Yeah, exactly. But he gets super excited and is is racing me, and he's laughing and smiling and happy putting his shoes on. Before we started racing, hmm. it was miserable because he's not a big he's not big on transition. Yeah. So he didn't want to get ready to go to preschool. He didn't want to put his stuff on. It was all tears and crying and me going, come on, we got to do this. No, let's go. Hurry up. And uh, no, now we race and he wins every morning and he's super excited and it takes like 30 seconds to get his shoes on. Yeah. Yeah. And life is good. So gamification. Yeah. And uh, and and well stated consequences. I think the biggest thing you hit on was just that concept for for all. Again, any kind of conflict management is about stepping back from the situation for a Mm -hmm. minute, taking a big deep breath. And just recognizing that you're angry, like yep. in your own head being like, I'm angry. Yes. And knowing that anything you do in the next few seconds, you, either A, you can't take back. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, murdering your coworker or hitting your kid <laughs> and B, like not, uh, not probably appropriate. Yeah. Like anything you do when you're angry is probably not appropriate. No. Yeah, because it's just, it's, it's this weird lizard reactionary kind of like, we just have this weird part of our brain that just. Yeah. All rationality shuts down. Yeah. It's like when you stub your toe and you just start cursing. No, but the science has proven well, that well, that works. But the idea is that you're almost doing something that's like instinctive. Yes. And not coming from a place of rationality. Yes. So it's it's a very, yeah, it's hard to step back out outside of that. I think if more people could learn how to practice mm-hmm. that, then but we can that, move on to the next that's stages. That's why I like the nuclear option of yelling <clears throat> yeah. from time to time. So that when I'm feeling frustrated, I can R- say to my children, yeah. look. I'm really frustrated and I'm going to start yelling if this continues and I don't want to do that. You don't want that. I do the same kind of, yeah. And they, and then they realize like, Oh yeah, I remember when he yelled and it was horrible and I don't like it and I don't want that. So maybe we will brush our teeth and get ready for bed. And if I have, uh, apologize to my kids after yes. like uh my son specifically because he was more old enough to mm-hmm. understand but i'd say to him like you know i apologize for getting really upset with you and yeah. i was frustrated yeah. here's why i was frustrated tomorrow can we try to not do that mm-hmm. 
and say like, yeah, that was inappropriate that I yelled. Yeah. You know, that's not a good way because they have to also learn that kind of hitting and, you know, that kind of reactive behavior can't transfer over to the school setting. No. So they can't go to the playground now and start beating on other kids because they're frustrated because they've yeah. learned that that's the way they take out frustration. Exactly. So it's this whole modeling thing of what kind of people are we building if that's mm -hmm. the way we're going to, you know, deal with our own issues. So mm -hmm. if we want better citizens, if we want to be old people who don't get beat up at the bus stop, <laughs> let's stop beating the kids. Interesting theory. Interesting theory. Well, hopefully we'll get to test that over time. I hope so. I yeah. hope to be an old person at a bus stop who doesn't get. Yeah. Now, what's the biggest punishment you've ever given your children? Um, like, first off, your kids are generally well-behaved. They're pretty well-behaved. Yeah. Uh, well, here's a weird one. This, this is going to sound, again, I sound like such an ultra-liberal hippie parent <laughs> saying this. Uh, once and only once have we not read to our child at bedtime. And that I know that sounds like a weird punishment. Yep. But it, this was after several years of yeah, a ritual, every, every night, yeah. and we took away that part of the ritual, mm -hmm. and it it was like a black hole had caved in and destroyed yes. his universe. And uh, I'd never done that again. Yeah. Um, and one time, my kid was spitting all over the house. He oh. got into this weird spitting thing. Yeah. And he wouldn't stop doing it. There was nothing I could do. And I just said to him, like, if you continue spitting, I was so frustrated and tired. Yeah. I was like, and we had the other one was a newborn. Yes. It's like, if, if so you don't no sleep, <laughs> if you don't stop doing this, I'm going to throw you in the shower. And I did that. Yeah. And uh, it was very cold initially. Yeah. And uh, he remembered that for a long time. Now, did you do that without anger or was there? No, I was well angry. <laughs> Yeah. That was, I was, that too, sounds like a well angry person. I was success because that was a kind of dumb. Yeah. But at the same time, I was like, you're, you're covered in spit. There's yeah. spit everywhere. I'm putting you into shower. And I've got a newborn and I have With his clothes on. Yes. But it, it jarred him because it was yeah. one of those like, whoa, okay, that, this is, I don't want this to happen again. And also yeah. it was just a. So you don't recommend that one. I don't recommend that one. No. That, was, that was dumb. But yeah, um, yeah that, that was probably in terms of the worst things. Yeah. That's probably the most kind of like, I look back and go, oh. Like, that was kind of dumb. Well, right now, my middle child, my seven-year-old, is mm -hmm. uh, currently having no TV or video games for a month. A month? A month. Is that? Does he even have a connection to what he did wrong still after a month? Uh, well, we're, we're only in like week two of it. Yes, he's very, yes, because we come home from school, we do all our chores, and right. we have our snack, and then I go, okay, you got to go to your room now. It's the gulag, two weeks your, in. Your, your brothers are going to play video games and watch TV, Whoa. so have fun. What did, he, did he kill a man? Well, <laughs> what did he do? Close to it. So, uh, so <laughs> he wasn't sleeping the other night, huh. and he got up around midnight and got into the bathroom. Is he going to be embarrassed by this story? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. But I don't think any of his uh, his grade one friends listen to this. Okay, podcast, good. That's so. good. Uh, but uh, yes, yeah, so he went to the bathroom, and, and then he saw my wife's makeup and thought, I'm going to try on this makeup. Right? He's in grade two, by the way. Yes. <laughs> he tried on the... Really? That's interesting. Oh, no, no. It gets worse. Uh, oh, he no. tried it on, but then, of course, um, he, as he was going through the makeup, he dropped some stuff, uh, you know, sending the powder all over the place. Uh, and then when he had the makeup on his face and went to wash it off, he learned that makeup doesn't just wash off. So then he's freaking out because <laughs> uh, my wife got up and wanted oh, to get in the bathroom. My... He's like, yeah, I'll be out soon. Oh. So then he starts trying every single cream oh, my wife has, including no. this, like, $75 bottle of face cream, which oh. he just smeared all over his face to try to get it off. His towel was destroyed. 
Wow. Yeah. So yeah. he just but he deep. thought now the best part is he he because he's now at that age where you can like you know he has an idea of how to lie and stuff. So he thought he was all Joe McCool and got away with it in that, you know, wow. he got it off his face as best he could. And he quickly went to the vet. The towel bedroom. is destroyed. My wife, oh, my wife opens up the door. There's powder on the floor. She opens up uh, the medicine cabinet where all the makeup is. And there's cream on everything because in his desperation, I think he tried to use a comb to like comb off the makeup <laughs> with the cream on his face. Because his beard is thick at this age. Oh, my goodness. It was Wh- just. What? Yeah. So wow. it was around $250 worth of oh, stuff that he goodness. ruined or broke or lost. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> So that's how you get a month of punishment. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I feel like it's 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 uh justified. I, yeah, no, you yeah. Did. But I will say one thing. We we did a good job. <laughs> my wife, I'm very proud at how how we kept the anger. He's alive. Yes. I'm amazed at that. Yeah. I mean your your wife's a very she's a calm person. Yes. But I can imagine her rage at that yes. must have been extraordinary. It was high. So how did he respond to well, he was this in, whole thing? He was in tears like right away. Like when we, my wife said, Thomas, get back here. Like what happened in here? And then he's trying to explain the story, but he's crying. And it's like, you know, I get his curiosity. I get yeah. what he's trying to do. But I'm like, dude, you just got to talk to us. Like, like mom can explain the makeup to you. And if you wanted to wear yeah. some, because we're super hippie liberal people too, you know? Right. So it's like, we have no problem if you wanted to try on makeup. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. You know? But uh, he, I don't know, he just, I I could see the situation snowballing for him. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, I'll try this. I'll try this. That's oh, I dropped that. Fabulous oh. life lesson though, about that, about yes. like consequences snowballing. Yes. And then, so the key though is that, you know, now we have to enforce this. <laughs> right. This, uh, you know. Barbaric punishment. punishment. Well, it, you know. <laughs> for him. How did, so does he feel that it's equitable? Like, is he thinking, okay. No, because I always, whenever I give them a punishment, I always, like, they get upset and they start to cry. And I say, okay, if you're the parent, what would you do? Oh, wow. Like, okay. does this sound fair? Right. And they and they think about it. And they're like, yeah. Sometimes even I'll say, like, you know, you know, okay, you get no TV and video games. How long do you think it should be? And they're way harsher than I would be. Oh. You know, I'm thinking, like, a day or two. Right. Like, so a, a they week. feel like they're getting off easy. Yeah. That's good. So, so uh, it's been good. It's huh. been good. But, I again, I think... It's one of those weird things because I'm like, do I have well-behaved kids because we're such great parents or are we is it easier to be, you know, quote unquote, great parents when you have nice kids? Because those demons spawn. No, I think it's it's never either. I think it's not a chicken egg. It's a it's a feedback loop. Yeah, I think you're it's going, all, you're going all Skinner on this. Oh, it, it has to be it has to be a feedback loop. Like it's it's yeah, it it all plays into it, each other. Because yeah. it does. They, they yep. develop a certain way because of a certain action, and then their actions happen because of the yeah. way. Anyway, yeah, it's back and forth. Yeah. That's the hard the hard thing for parents, and my parents sucked at this, um, and, and they were great parents. And, Mom, if you're listening to this, I love you. <laughs> but but they, <laughs> it was hard for them to follow through on the punishments because they were working. Right. Right. So, like, I know, I know my, my sister and I, we got grounded. But, you know, as long as we were home before six o'clock, right. we were totally grounded, huh. you know, so. So you compounded your badass behavior with more badass behavior. Well, that's what you do when you're a teenager because yeah. you only care about yourself. That's true. You know, looking back on it, my parents were right. And yeah. I should have done what they said. Yeah. Um, but I didn't. No. <laughs> so sorry, mom. I love you. Did I mention that? <laughs> I think, yeah, teenage years. Ugh. Yeah, it's the worst. I'm not looking it's forward to that. It's the worst. If I, we're still doing this podcast in another like, you know, five we'll years. We'll be dead by then. 
Well, probably will be. Yeah. So five years of this. Yeah. <laughs> Aggravation. Yeah. Yeah. But you got to follow through. Like, that's the other thing. Like, uh, you know, if your kid's misbehaving in the grocery store and you've said, look, if you get to three, we're going to leave. You got to just drop you the gotta cart. Just drop the cart and go yeah. sit in the car for five minutes and come back in. Yeah. Hope that your cart's still there and your eggs are fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, it's true. But it's, it's that... Because if you don't follow through, kids know. Empty threats are the worst. They are. And yeah. I think it's about finding a consequence that fits your level, your energy level. Like if you're not willing yes. to carry through that consequence because you're exhausted, mm-hmm. don't pull out, you know, BS consequences that mm-hmm. you have no intention. Like, I'm going to burn the house down. Like, yes. no, you're not going to do that. So or whatever your ridiculous thing is, it yeah. has to be an actionable thing. Yes. So... But- that's our advice. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Are we effective parents? Have we figured it all out? No. Well, obviously, we're yeah. the best parents ever in the history of parenting. Again, I still can't believe how surprised I was at laws. Yeah, I should, I should really weird. look at laws more because I'm very... Either I'm like totally misreading. I'm probably either side See, of the, them. The fun thing about laws Oh, that's is, not legal? Oh. Yeah. The oh. weird thing about laws are that there are... There might be a law that says it's okay to do something, but there might be another law that says it's not that contradicts the first law. And then, you know, someday it'll be a court case where they decide which law is the right law. And we're in Canada, which means we're very law abiding and generally. No, that's yeah. That again, stereotypes. I love that stereotype. There's there's 80 percent of Canadians are huge, just big a-holes. Yeah, but they all live in Toronto. So it all. Hey, oh, Oh, they're all in my neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> they're in my house. No, it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're, a, we're a fun country. We are. We really are. But, not, yeah, I always feel like we're beating on the U.S. But really, I, it's just contrast, I find sometimes, the uh, is surprising. Um, yeah. Even if it's it's not necessarily at an interpersonal level, like people people there are not different than people here. No, absolutely. But sometimes just the legal, the laws and the yeah. kind of the social system is a mm. little bit de- sometimes very surprising. Yes. Yes, yeah. there are weird and and because of their 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 state level. Yeah. Rulings. Yeah. There's it's it's so different from place to place to place yeah. as opposed to the more homogeny we have in Canada. I think so. Yeah. I think regardless of what anybody says, don't beat your kids. Don't be an idiot. Yeah, you know, I don't... Yeah, You're, you're, just think a, you're back. weak and stupid if you hit your kids. How about that? I'll just come out and say wow, that. Wow, that's a, that's a strong... I, I hate people hitting their kids. I really do. It upsets me a lot to imagine somebody just wailing on a child. It's, you know, it's one of those things where I think... Because my parents, when they hit me, it wasn't hard. It, like, it... It didn't affect me physically, but it did affect me emotionally. Oh, yeah. Uh, but more for how ineffectual it was. Yeah. So that's maybe my point of view on it. I haven't, I don't, I haven't experienced the full on beating, hmm. which, you know, there's obviously parents doing that right now at this very second. Oh, yeah. That's a depressing thought. And, and I get why they do it, but it's not acceptable. Yeah. I don't know anyone who's grown up in that system. Well, again, except for that one woman who was from Columbia and is legitimately is like no we should hit our kids right like really hit them with spoons and yeah yeah and show them well i think if you're in a society though that says hey it works yeah like i mean i think that's why like my parent my mom was a proponent of that is because she grew up in a system where they had corporal punishment in the schools yeah and it was used widely yeah. and the stories she tells are horrific you're like yeah. oh my god they did what so yeah. you think well it must work 
Uh-huh. If people are the the people in power are doing it. It must be effective, or they wouldn't be doing it, right? Right. Right. Exactly. So, I think when it's not normalized, they just assume it works and keep trying it. Good times. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't work. No. I was still a horrible child. Doesn't work. And you grew up to be kind of a horrible person uh, too. <clears throat> iffy. Yeah. 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 So Jud- that's good. Judgmental and hostile and <laughs> misanthropic. <laughs> It, it seems to have worked. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the three words I would use to describe you to strangers. Yeah. What's he like? Mm, judgmental. Yeah. Hostile. Yeah. Yeah. But I manage my anger reasonably well. Yeah. Yeah. You got, sort of, a, you got sort of a Hulk thing going on. Yeah. Is that what know? it is? And yeah. Not, just seething on the inside. N- n- more like the day, like I'm um, Banner or whatever his name was. Yeah. Yeah. But then, but you know, we wouldn't like you when you're angry. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that time you picked up that car and threw it at those people. Yeah, I was embarrassed about that. I'll be honest. You would be. You would be. You'd have to be. Yeah. yeah. But it was impressive. Yeah. You know, so. Check that out on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I think we've. We've answered the world's Beat this ills. topic into the ground. <laughs> but um, We can't end any better than that, can we? I don't think so. All right. All um, right. You're Jeff. And he's James. And we are Breaking Dads. back with some bonus content for you patient people that listen to the entirety of that outro james did you find out something in on the internet between when we recorded this and this moment right now i did beating the tar out of somebody isn't a racist term at least the internet tells me it's not which i think they'd be quick to point out if it were yes the the internet loves racism yes the internet loves racism that sounds that's a good that's a that's a bumper sticker right there that's the internet's motto yes (laughs) The uh, they said it. They the people in authority. <laughs> Just say the internet. Bill seven oh seven and uh, Amy fourteen ninety two. They uh, they said it uh, has to do with uh, tarring sheep's wounds and then I guess getting the tar off of the sheep. So yeah. it's a sheep issue. It's yeah, a shepherd. It still a shepherd sounds. Thing. As soon as you say it though, it sounds kind of dodgy. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm still going with it. It probably doesn't sound like a great thing to say because somebody Maybe it rigid, will think it's racist because it sounds well, kind of awful. Well, let's stick to the facts, though. The facts yeah, are it's not. it is not a racist term. No. It has never been a racist but term. we could probably stop saying it Yeah, because we don't beat tar out of sheep anymore. People do. I, I have seen – I it, well, as soon as I said it, I could visualize because I've been group around sheep and remember the process of people putting weird stuff on ointment and – yeah stuff on sheep so i was like oh yeah okay i see that now yeah. but yeah. so there it is it's yeah. an actual it's a literal interpretation and molly coddle i think i was almost right about no you had it pretty good it I'd was say. i was close on the last yeah. one i love how yeah. i just yeah I, I bring everything to a, like a roaring halt 
with my sudden questioning of all my reality. It's weird when you talk out loud into a microphone. You, you do realize You really things. question the things you've you said. Yeah. Or the life choices that have led to you being it's in true. someone's basement recording a podcast that dozens of people listen to. Exactly. Yeah. So, so we've got that going for us. So language. Yeah. <laughs> language. Thumbs up, yeah. thumbs down. Internet. <laughs> Not at all racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we'll let you get on with your day. Aren't you glad you stuck around to listen to this? Oh, I think oh, so. Oh, you chosen few. <laughs> Bye. Again. <laughs>